All right, everyone, welcome to a Friday AMA this uh, 20th of January. Uh, as I was saying, as is our new custom, we're going to try and keep these short, sweet, and to the point, and then head on over to the cafe so you can kind of talk freely and ask questions and so on. Uh, let's start with some quick housekeeping. Um, MVPs, we are just finishing this month out with our new fund structures to see that bringing in the income we expected or we start kind of adding, um, start kind of using some marketing budget uh, for MVP prizes and different programs. That will start again in February. Um, in addition, we're going to be um, abolishing the ambassador program. I'll be reaching out to all of the ambassadors, uh, mostly because, you know, again, we're always going to try things to see what works, what doesn't. The idea of the ambassador program was kind of outreach and also to keep top of different projects. Now that we have kind of the poker, which fulfills that you know, inter-community thing and reminds them to also invite us to their kind of games and things or offer us their deals and stuff, we've got that aspect. And then combine that with the research squad, whereby you know we're, we're hearing what's going on from the report point of view. So I will be asking the ambassadors if they want to stay on and help us with reports and stuff, because that's what we really need, right? Uh, and just a reminder, if you haven't looked at them yet, please go to fatcats.art forward slash research. You'll see some amazing reports that, you know, Pearl has been heading, uh, but other councillors have, have, and other members like Chio and so on have really been helping with. If you want to get involved, uh, either to do a full report uh, or to partly be involved in a report, please, please reach out to Pearl. Uh, so that's kind of core housekeeping. Um, now, I do think when it comes to the other side, we will probably have ambassadors, or more likely, we'll probably have like property managers, right? But we, we, we really can't jump the gun on that yet. So um, we'll know more when it comes to the other side soon. Um, okay. All right. Next thing, um, update on the trader side of things. So again, to summarize, we have four trader wallets now. Uh, we have the blue chip trader, which is what I handle. We have the emerging blue chips, which is Bella. We have um, the currency hedge, which is now Parker. As of this week, he's doing that. And then we have gold hedge, which is Nadia. All four are now fully operational. Um, on the blue chip trader side, um, We've been, I've been primarily focused this week on a Kennel Club. Um, uh, as our accountant well-spotted, Mr. Joe, uh, there was a number of deals we were doing with Franklin whereby I loaned him our six dogs one at a time. He collected, he basically collected his sewer pass as a tier four by using his board ape combined with our dog and paid us 1.5 ETH per service. Um, so now, you know, we're, we're quite in profits, thankfully. Um, but that was an arbitrage situation, thanks to our contacts. So that was pretty fun to do. Um, so mostly following dogs, also following Azuki closely, um, as there is, you know, a real kind of a lot of chatter um, regarding... regarding um, a year of the rabbit play potentially. So we'll be following that closely. Second. 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, so Zuki, I'll be following that closely because I do think you will likely see something between the 20th and the 25th. I'm not sure if the play will be Beans or Azuki themselves. We're already holding one Azuki. But um, closer to the time I might buy a Beans. I see it's already the 20th now. So I'll be following that even closer. Um, but in general, I think I'll be playing the dogs uh, a few different swings. And, you know, we got confirmation kind of with a post as well, right, where you could see in the, in the post that there is a dog inside one of the machines know that dogs are pivotal and i just feel that considering that there's only nine thousand six hundred dogs versus thirty thousand you know ten thousand bored apes and twenty thousand mutant apes uh that seems to be kind of the both the cheapest entry point and the best entry point so i'll be following that closely uh regarding clonex there's a lot of fud happening over there but that's a good thing because you know it's definitely not a dead ecosystem so as soon as the uh, zuki and yuga part plays out i might start dollar cost averaging in us there so watching that closely um in addition it's it's really an emerging blue chip but you know from a kind of um spreading who does what kind of situation i am the one following renga we are expecting some kind of announcement quite soon from renga so i have purchased four of those for us uh, as i see it the downside on that is very low right renga chimpers and a few others a very strong kind of consolidation bottoms. So worst case scenario, you know, it goes a bit sideways. But best case scenario, I think we could see something like, you know, two ETH or maybe even past that. Uh, so that could give us an, a, a decent profit as well. Um, so that's on the blue chip side. Um, there is an arbitrage play potentially with nouns, uh, whereby sometimes the daily bid is actually lower than the open bid on blur. But I think some other people have spotted that, so that's no longer a play, but we are looking for some pure arbitrages as well. Um, and then if we do start to see a trickle-down effect in blue chips, then I'll be looking to Punks V1 as well as Cryptodes because they tend to always be pulled up when the blue chips go for a run. On the emerging blue chips, the list remains the same. However, the counter did approve creeps officially this week. Um, now, what it means by approved is... These are things that Bella has the council's permission to uh, look for opportunities, right? We're watching oddities very closely. Um, for example, we, we might not get in on certain things, right? In other words, we might just miss those opportunities because what we're ultimately trying to do is time it to a one to three week, right? Like it's very difficult to, you know, once the announcement comes out for, for doodles or something, to actually jump in then. So what we're trying to do is get in in close proximity to when there's likely an announcement so that we don't tie up all the capital. Um, but, you know, that often means one to three weeks kind of zone. So oddities is definitely on the table because we know we're getting mythical soon. But as for creeps and others, um, you know, we might miss it. We might not get everything. So let me just give you all the list again so you're on the same page. Um, I might actually, you know what, let's, I should make this as, make this channel in the forum. Batcats forum. Engage. What do we call it, Pearl? 
um, Council approved this. What was the name of the channel in the? Um, no. Uni Media. I, I, I don't know. Let's call it official. Yeah, official. Yeah. Right, so if you go and look in forums now, you'll see I've posted the official list and I'll keep updating that. So the one that we've added now is creeps. That means, you know, if we see an opportunity, we'll play it. Uh, we think we might not be able to get on an friends opportunity. But um, as I said, I think the one we're watching as closely right now is oddities. Um, but we, you know, for all of you who have been campaigning for creeps to be officially recognized for so long, we have now officially recognized creeps. Uh, as an emerging blue chip, um, although, you know, I will state for the record that they continue to uh, annoy me with how they get information out, um, but um, thankfully we're also well connected to some of the big whales and things, so we do get information quite quickly. Um, but Cosmic, if you want to keep us in tabs on that, you've just joined the chat, you know, do please, do please help, right? In other words, if any of you see stuff relating to these projects, especially, you know, let us know in the research section, tag me, tag Bella, you know, whatever works for those specific, you know, charge over there. Um, okay, um, on, the, on the trading side, I mean, Parker, do you want to add anything on the currency hedge side? I'll just keep you up to date. 80% into crypto on my end. Took 20% USD position when we moved up. 20% to 15.50. So just uh, waiting on movement and be ready to buy or sell when that happens. Right. And um, I think we've, you know, where it seems to be if we close today above these key targets, we can expect um, likely the momentum to continue. I mean, obviously nothing goes straight up, but that does seem yeah. to be the consensus. Yeah, and it looks like traditionals settled back where they started this week, but crypto's pumping right now a little bit. I just looked into about an hour ago. Yeah. Some liquidations happened on some shorts. And okay, there cool. We go. What, what I will say this to all of you, though, you know, again, not financial advice, but we were expecting with the bull market in NFTs for what we call a trickle-down effect, right? And that trickle-down effect usually means that after people have made their profits in the big blue chips, they tend to look for what we're calling emerging blue chips the next tier, right? The pudgy penguins, the, the chimpers, the creeps, and all of that. I will say, please exercise caution because that trickle-down effect might not happen or is likely not to happen if ETH, ETH pumps, okay? Because then you have people saying, hell, you know, I've made profits in NFTs, then we go now and play the crypto as well, right? And that, that tug-of-war effect uh, tends to halt a bull market. In addition, Blur has told us that they have delayed the coin drop until the 14th, which, uh, you know, that's a long time for DGENs. And on top of it, uh, there's a lot of rumbling that that basically invalidates, you know, drop one and drop two, right? Because now the, the farmers are going to get the bulk of the coins. So... 
you know, the, a lot of the kind of pure NFT euphoria is a bit out of the window. Um, you know, what we're saying in the council right now is we're going to focus on the projects that have actionable news, right? So in other words, it doesn't matter if it's a bear market or whatever's going on, you know, the Yuga situation, the trial Jimmy is going ahead. And similarly, if Azuki, you know, does their um, year of the rabbit as, as is expected, uh, you know, that, that will move things ahead, right? But anything that's kind of a pump that just happens without news I think that's where you should be quite cautious right now. Um, okay, and then the last thing that, you know, you know, I think we want to kind of mention from the council discussions is that, you know, we, we do keep revisiting things. And Bella brought forward this week the motion that maybe we have a kind of a bit of a degen fund as well, maybe put forward a bit of ETH to, you know, some of these, what we would call kind of the hype volume plays, right? Whether it be a kid called Beast, or, or, or mutant hounds or something like that. And the, the feel, you know, it wasn't strong either way, right? We could hear both sides of the coin. And I, I know, you know many of you have asked, why don't we do things like the Saudis and stuff like that? Ultimately, I think we've come to the conclusion for now, and we can keep revisiting this, is that there are enough opportunities for us in the blue and emerging blue chip. And also the downside risk of those is low, right? Like if we get in chimpers at 1.4, maybe it goes to 1, maybe it goes to 1.2. But we can justify our actions and it's a reasonable loss, you know, and, and it's an impermanent loss because we're willing to stick around. We don't think these things are going to shit, if you will, right? Whereas if you do something like a Saudis play, if it goes well, everyone pats you on the back. If it goes wrong, it really doesn't look um justifiable and clean and professional right it's not it's not the image we're trying to produce and that's something that i've known from mutual funds and stuff for a long time that you know if you if you follow the herd kind of thing even if you do a minor loss it's it's considered acceptable right whereas if you break from the herd and it does well you get a really good pat on the back but if it does badly you know you could lose your job kind of thing right because you you do have to you have to have something that can work on repeat. You have to build a track record with something that is sustainable, right? And that's what we're trying to do with Fat Cats. Um, have consistency and a, and, and a track record that we can explain to other people that are coming in from traditional finance. And so for now, I think we're going to skip on that. Um, but we will, we will possibly revisit it. And, and as, as Bella raised so importantly, you know, there was something we had discussed back in the day when we were founding, right? There were wireless opportunities left, right, and center. And, you know, we considered doing things with those. But at this point, I think, you know, we've got these four strategies in play. Um, let's see what happens for a little bit of time. Let's see if we can build this track record where we're aiming towards. It's already working for the blue chips. I think Bella's going to nail it with emerging blue chips. Nadia's killing it with gold. Uh, we'll have those details for you soon. Um, and, um, you know, Parker's going to play the crypto side for us. So let's see how that plays out. Uh, and then on the reporting side, um, shout out to Mr. Joe, who's done a fantastic job for the accounting. If you go to the website, you'll see that you can now see the full accounting of, of, of all of the transaction details um, under the holding section. You'll see you know, the whole portfolio, you'll see holdings and accounting, and soon we'll be adding the graph. So you'll be able to see our net worth in ETH and in USDC over time. 
And then I'm working with Baba for a weekly kind of report where we show our weekly gains across all four things that we can then post on Twitter, uh, kind of, you know, to do our, our victory porn, if you will. So that's the update on everything. I want to open up to questions. And while we're opening up to questions, Pearl Parker, do you want to add anything? Yeah, no, um, I, um, I mean, you have explained basically what is going, what is happening, and uh, it's going to take um, a bit of time to to see how it goes. But I'm, 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 I'm quite happy with the uh, with the situation. So let's keep building. Awesome. And and reports wise, uh, we also have had um doodles was also added this week right i mean you you're, you're getting them quite up there quickly thanks parker as well for that one that's that's you two together on that uh so you know again shout out to everyone who's been helping with research it it, it really is looking very professional and we're being noticed alpha oni and um cobra legendary cobra and a few others are, are starting to look at our reports and are very impressed i noticed <laughs> That uh, a friend, Eman, swept a bunch of fat cats this week as well because he's like, you know, your website is is really decked out and it's it's very impressive. So, you know, we'll keep doing that. Um, now, one other area that I do want to go into is, as expected, the regulatory climate is about to heat up. I think this year and next year are going to be the years of a lot of a lot of fear um, and confusion in the crypto world. Uh, and, and the NFT world, um, you know, John Carlo just put out a video now about this proposed New Jersey law um, that still has to go through the the higher the higher um, the higher government over there. That's gone through the lower house. It still has to go through its upper house. But the key point, you know, is it's 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 really coming after anyone who wants to create NFT projects, uh, do loans with NFT projects and stuff like that. Now. As Escobar has pointed out, New Jersey is a very liberal state and they tend to go these ways quickly. But I think the main thing is you're not hearing any out, right? There was this, an almost unanimous vote in support of it. Even, even the Republicans didn't seem to shout about it. So there doesn't really seem to be that much pushback to all these legislations just coming quickly. And that's what I remember as well from 2008. You know, the, the knee-jerk reaction is for these regulators to quickly show they're doing something, come out with these almost draconian measures, and then start to wind them back slowly. And so it's going to be an uncomfortable two years. Whereas, thankfully, I would like to pat myself a little bit on the back because I, you know, I, I, I really felt in my gut that Switzerland and, and Guernsey were going to be the two that would be a lot more sophisticated about it. And I am pleased to say that, you know, that is what is seemingly going on. Uh, I posted this article to the council, but I'll post it for you here as well. Um, this is what Guernsey has started to, to issue. And the TLDR of it is that Guernsey is looking to basically extend the same laws that they have to financial you know, institutions that they already govern well, um, you know, to anyone who's doing this kind of financial offerings in crypto, which, you know, it's frustrating. I mean, I would love them to leave us alone, but the, but the, the silver lining is that at least for after ignoring us for five years, we're now getting clarity. And so the moment I hit Sark 
in April I can hit the ground running and we now have really two clear avenues, right? I'll be able to speak to lawyers over there regarding can we, you know, structure, can a DAO be acknowledged as a trust or collector's club or something like that? And if not, can we pair up with a, you know, a crypto established financial firm over there to maybe um, get ourselves a status as a financial provider or something along those lines? Now, the good news is we've already dropped our token. So, you know, a lot of the pain point is on the initial offering. We've already, we're now asking to become, you know, a Channel Island group, uh, but we've already done the initial offering and it's the initial offering that's uh, the hot point as always. Um, what does, does that mean for our juniors? I don't know. You know, we might not be able to do anything before May, June for them. And, um, you know, maybe if we go completely the collector's club route and, and not an asset group, maybe we won't be able to do some, you know, the extra raises of juniors, only the only kind of asset split. I, I really don't know. But I do know that that from April, um, I'll be able to have a number of legal meetings and also go to the kind of the financial um, provider over there in Guernsey and start to get clarity on our options. And then we can, you know, come back to the DAO and present the different, you know, options to you. And we can pick the the you know, the solution that most serves our needs, I believe. And, you know, once we get those structures set up, I think the combination of track record and being probably the only really legally compliant DAO uh, will really, you know, be the, the kind of the glue, the juice that will allow us to start branding at a much higher level and attract those whales and stuff and all the other people that are watching us but haven't been necessarily that excited, they'll start to go, look, you know, this, they're making money and they're legally sound. Because, you know, I've noticed always that the kind of the two different groups, right? The DGENs who have been making money are like, look, I'm making money anyway, I don't need fat cats. And then when I speak to kind of the professionals or the whales, their whole thing is like, I'm, I'm not touch, I really don't want to touch DAOs right now until we get legal framework. So once we've solved those two, you know, the question for both those groups, consistency and track record and you know having a, a legal structure that is you know globally recognized because you know Guernsey and Switzerland both have very good legal treaties with the UK the USA um, and the EU so once we have those combined factors then we can start working out our branding and which route we're going to go so you know I'm I'm cautiously optimistic um, but, you know, it's, it's really going to play out well that, you know, me, the founder and, and kind of this chairman can actually claim to be there versus, you know, mutant cats and so many others really are just like, you know, we're a Cayman Island group or a British Virgin Island group, but no one's actually there. Right. You know, and those kinds of mm, phony structures, if you will, or, or structures that are trying to get you around a problem are always different than when you actually genuinely have your head offices somewhere, right? Um, so that's where we're up to. I'll keep you informed about that. But I do think, you know, let's see how this plays out in the first quarter. And then the end of the first quarter, I will be already in the Channel Islands uh, around March 20th is when I'm expecting to formally move there. Uh, and so, yeah, beginning of April, I'll hit the ground running. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. Um, Parker, you want to add anything? Belly, you want to add anything in text chat? Otherwise, I'm going to draw this to a close, everyone, and we can move over to the cafe and, you know, we can have a candid discussion as always.
No? Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, you know, short, sweet, and to the point. Those were the blitz points. Uh, this is being recorded as always. So if you missed any part of this, uh, you'll be able to see it in AMA recordings probably by tomorrow. Um, well, that concludes our weekly AMA. Come and join us in the cafe chat and uh, give us your thoughts. Bye, everyone.